Blog Talk Radio. This is Real Hot Radio 106. Your guest star, Loranda Alice. She is live here on Hot 106 Radio. We will be talking live with Miss Loranda Alice, the next hot pop star worldwide. We'll be getting deep with her and talking about things that are very interesting in the music business, the reasons why she chose to be a singer, and she will be talking to us live here directly on Hot 106. Stay tuned. Hello, are you speaking to LaRonda? Hi, this is LaRonda Elise. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, how about you? Thanks for having me on the show. All right, awesome, awesome, pretty awesome. Yes, so welcome to Hot 106 Radio. My name is DJ Payne. We are talking live here on Hot 106. Um, Miss Jones, tell us, talk to us about LaRonda Elise. Talk about why you chose the music business, and what chose, what was the reasons for you wanting to be a singer? (laughs) Well, yeah, I can't really say that I chose the music business. I have to say that music chose me. Um, It's something that I've always wanted to do since I was a little girl. So it wasn't a matter of me choosing it. Uh, Music is just something that runs through my blood, runs through my family. Everyone on my dad's side, they sing. Uh, some dance, and so this is just really in my blood. It's something that I oh, enjoy. Okay. It's what I love to do, so why wouldn't I do it? Right, 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 right. So the first day that you actually discovered that you were talented enough to stand in front of the world to sing, tell us about that. <laughs> the first day I, I thought I was talented enough. Um, I think... Uh, when you're young, you believe you can do anything. Um, but my first my first time really singing in front of anyone was uh, like uh, second grade after school care. And I remember singing um, a Tony Braxton song. And I just wanted to give it a go because all the other kids were, were doing it. And it's, you know, anywhere from kindergarten to fifth grade. And I was able to take the moment, get up there and sing in the after school talent show. And I happened to win it. And I was like, wow, I mean, to see that you have an impact on people that are listening to you sing, watching you perform, I mean, that's when I fell in love with it and thought, hey, this is something I could do. Oh, wow, yeah. wow. So did you, was your family very supportive at that moment? Did you tell them that you wanted to be a singer or, like, what happened next after that? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I told my parents that I wanted to be a singer. Of course, when you're young, they believe everything's a phase. It's like, oh, it's just a phase. She'll grow out of that. And as I got older, you know, I'm still saying, yeah, 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 I want to sing. And my dad's the type of person who likes to see if you're easily broken. So I remember him taking me 
um, to to see one of the guys that he used to work for um, with uh, Warner Records, not Warner Records, but Warner Records. Um, Frederick Knight was the guy's name, um, the owner of that company. And he just threw me in the room, and Frederick was like, hey, sing. And I just, mm. I, I sung for him like there was no problem. <laughs> and I didn't realize, you mm. know, at the time you were in front of someone who wrote Ring My Bell. I mean, you're in, you're in front of people who have helped build legends, and, 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 and you don't know it. But I sung for him. I think I was, like, in the sixth grade. And he asked, he asked my dad right then and there, like, hey, does she want a deal? And my dad's like, no, nah, no, nah. <laughs> because he still believed it was just a phase. So, mm. yeah, mm. of course, I That's mean, they're supportive. They're su- yeah, they're supportive, but they're not easily just going to jump behind whatever you want to do. They want to know, can you stick to it? Are you going to be easily broken? Because going after certain goals is not going to be easy. Right. Yeah, I mean now, of course, they're extremely supportive. Okay, that's cool. So when did when would you say was that part of your life where they started taking you serious? Where they were like, okay, she's really serious now. She, we really are a hundred percent behind everything she's doing. Like what? What would you say made them say that, or well, or made them snap into that? Um, I have to say it was. After I recorded um, the song Limitless, it's like a pop rock song. You can catch that on my YouTube channel, um, Spotify as well. But um, I recorded I recorded that song at a local uh, studio. Of course, you know, it wasn't a place where, you know, not like a, a top-notch studio, but I recorded it and let my mom hear it. And she had tears in her eyes. So we moved on from there, and I got to co- um, collaborate with a producer named Jeff Pitzer, in Tennessee, and we were able to get it professionally done. And of course, my dad was still like, "Ah, oh, you know, it's a really good song, it's catchy, but let's see, like, can you can you perform in front of a camera?" So we set up for me to do a video shoot, and I had to learn how to box, and we had to um, we had a performance scene with a band, and my parents were there, and people were inviting other people into the shoot, like for the performance scene. And so we went through the performance scene, and I looked over at my dad, and he was just like, yeah, like, I'm all in, 100% all in. Like, you've, you've completed a 17-hour shoot. <laughs> you've done this performance scene, and it was amazing. Like, you can do this. I'm 100% in. You're not afraid to do it, so let's go. Oh, okay. That, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Well, we discovered yeah. that online that you made the front cover of a magazine called Real Hot Magazine, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. The picture came out really (laughs) nice. Tell us about that. Well, I mean, getting the opportunity, especially being an independent artist and someone wanting to put you on the cover of their magazine, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And it can feel a bit overwhelming as well, you know. But, I mean, it was really exciting to be able to to, to be on the cover of that magazine and the spread on the inside, you know, be able to express myself and 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 go through that interview and let you know exactly what inspired me to become a singer, but not just a singer, a pop singer, pop dance artist. So, I mean, it's it's been a great experience, and I'm looking forward to more things like that coming in the future. Awesome, awesome. And so that's that's another big question for a lot of young African-American females in the, in the music business. 
Um, there was mm-hmm. something that you just touched on regarding pop music. Um, yeah. The expectations of a young African-American female is that every person of that genre or, uh, you know, African-American is supposed to sing R&B. Um, <laughs> and that seems to be a challenge for a lot of young African-American women who don't just want to be put in that one pocket. They want to be different. They want to, they want to choose different genres of music. What is your perspective on that? I definitely, I've, I've dealt with that with people saying because of your skin tone um, and the fact that you can dance, you should do R and B. And I always found it, I found it slightly insulting for someone to put me in a box based on the color of my skin, you know, but I'll tell any any artist out there, I don't care what color your skin is, you have to go with what you love. You can't allow yourself mm-hmm. to be placed in a in, in a box based off of what you look like because there's a whole mm-hmm. world out there that's waiting for something different. Mm-hmm. So, hey, like, go for it 100%. Mm-hmm. If you want to do rock, do it. Pop, do it. Dance, do it. Don't let anyone tell you you have to stay in one boat. You know, like mm-hmm. that's that, that's being unfair to yourself to even believe such a thing. Mm-hmm. But do what you love. Forget what everyone else has to say about it. Right. And how would you feel you would be able to break that mentality of people feeling that way about young African-American female singers? Well, you know, like I feel like that mentality is one that, sort of centralized and it's centralized in the African American community. Other nationalities, mm-hmm. they don't they don't see you like that out of the gate. They're waiting to mm-hmm. hear what you're gonna you know, what you have to say and see what you're gonna do before, you know, they go and judge it and say, Well you should be this or you should be that. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's that'll be a barrier that's easily broken. Easily broken. Mm-hmm. And in doing so mm-hmm. it'll change the mentality of people in the African-American community. So they know, like, there is no such thing as I have to do this to be black. Or if I mm-hmm. do that, then I'm, I'm I'm acting like I'm too good to be black. It's just about going after mm-hmm. what you love because the rest of the world is open to it. We just have to be open to it in the African-American right. community. Right. Now, do you feel that the team that you're working with currently is assisting you with trying to reach that level of breaking the breaking breaking your audience and and convincing them that you can be whatever genre you want to be. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I've um, the management team that I'm working with now is behind me. I can't even say a hundred percent. We'll say a thousand percent. And for me as an artist, I've been waiting. I've had other people who wanted to manage me, but they wanted to put me in a boat. And to have a management team now that goes hey, we love what you're doing. We love your image. You know, we don't want to undress you. We want you to be you. Like, that's everything I've been waiting for and praying for. And and my management team is killing it. Like, they're team no sleep. (laughs) Team no Mm -hmm. sleep. And aside from just my management, you know, I have my mom who's over Mm -hmm. um, parts of my social media and She's team mm-hmm. no sleep. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. with the people I have in my corner, I can't lose. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's really, really deep. Well, you know, really, really 
glad that you found that, you know, myself personally, you know, I found that, you know, a lot of people, I think that's what stagnates the music business is that too many people are being put in a box and, yeah. you know, they're, they're not let out the box. You know, there's a big padlock mm-hmm. over the front of it and it's not that many people that are willing to unlock those those chains, especially when it comes to ownership of music, you know? And yeah. Yeah. one thing we've noticed about you, LaRonda, is that you are very, you're, you're a stickler when it comes to owning your music, you know, like a lot of young artists don't understand the ownership of music, copyrights, publishing, you know, and looking forward to something later on in life, you know, for instance, if the song blows up, you know, and you having total ownership over your music, that all belongs to you and your legacy, you know, and, and a mm-hmm. lot of these record labels and so-called independent labels are still doing that. They're still trying to control the music of, of young artists and they're still trying to put them in these boxes. And for you to have that mentality at your, you know, at, at, at the level that you're on is a great thing because you'll be a motivator one day and you'll show the world that it doesn't have to be this way. It can be something totally different. So, yeah. Just with the mentality of not being, you know, stuck in a box with just one genre of music indicates that it's not just about music. It's more than that. So that's a great thing. You know, it's a great quality about yourself. And we really appreciate that, you know. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So what's 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 ahead for Miss LaRonda Alley? Talk to us about that. What's ahead? I'm working on new music now, writing. Hopefully, I'll be in the studio very soon. Um, and mm-hmm. and working with my management team. There are things that are gonna unravel. I can't really tell you everything right now because it's top secret. Like you said, we're all about owning our show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I can't spill mm-hmm. all the be- all the beans here for you right now. But definitely, new music mm-hmm. will be coming soon. And 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 sticking mm-hmm. to, you know, what I believe. You know, as far as Going after what I love, the way saying what I want to say, the way that I want to say it. So right. be on the lookout for right. that. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. Um, another thing I thought that I would want to address here live on radio is that mm-hmm. it takes a lot of courage for a young person to challenge the music business these days as well. Yeah. And that's something that I really wanted to touch on with you because. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of heart and courage to challenge what's going on. You know, you made a point, you know, about taking your clothes off. You know, it seems as if, though, the industry wants you to take your clothes off or they want you to mark your body, they want you to be all tattooed up, and they want you to look a certain way. Now, because you're not a person that does have that, how do you feel that you're able to get through the industry without being branded as such? Well, as far as, I, uh, like you said, the tattoo thing, now I will reveal I do have tattoos. I have seven. However, mm-hmm. however, they were well thought out, meaning you'd never mm-hmm. see them unless I decided to show them. <laughs> so, right, you right, know, right. Like, you know, like in, in, in everyday everyday clothes, you're not going to see them. You know, like it's only if I want, mm-hmm. you know, I'm hey, if you guys want to get tattoos, 
get them, but be strategic about it. But as far as the um, right. taking your clothes off part, this mm-hmm. is something that I've I've uh, discussed before getting, you know, with management, with my family, you know, because they were my team before I was able to get management. And mm-hmm. what I believe is this, like whatever it is that you're willing to do on your journey getting to the top, once mm-hmm. you make it, to the top, you can only expect for them to ask you to go further. And what I mean by that is if right now you have independent artists right now that are already like you bikini pictures all day long, you know, like just half naked all the time, but your marketing is just your body and you want the attention mm-hmm. of a major label. Now what you give them is what they're going to expect. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to expect. You, you are a brand. So they will buy into right. your brand. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was about, hey, I mean, I don't want that to be my brand. I want you to hear my voice, hear what I have to say. Be interested in who I am as a person, not my body. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's about, you know, being strategic when it comes comes to that. I have more to Mm -hmm. say than being half naked. And you can sell music with your clothes on. Tori Kelly did it. She's doing it. You can sell music with your clothes on. But you have to right. believe you have more to say than just your sex appeal. And right. I feel like women now feel like that's, that, that that's mostly what the world wants to see. What they, the only thing that they care to know if they have to offer is their sex appeal. And that's just not, that's not so. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't give people enough credit. But if all you show mm-hmm. me is your body, then that's all I'm going to know you for. Right. So yeah, it's all about. I brand. personally like, feel. You have to remember right. your brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I personally feel that, and you know, not to cut you off because this interview is totally about oh, no you. Problem. Um, I I feel that I've been looking at a lot of young artists that's that entered into the music business, um, and even on Instagram. You know, Instagram's a big mm-hmm. influence over a lot of people, especially the music business. And yeah. I've noticed that there's been a lot of young ladies that have that feel like they have to remove their clothes in order to be seen. These could be the most mm-hmm. talented individuals. Yeah. But they still feel like they have to take their clothes off. And uh-huh. of course, you know, there's a saying that says sex sells, right? But then how uh-huh. far does a person actually go to sell themselves, right? Like you're saying a brand. So Yeah. When you see the individuals doing things like this, this is what I mean, and this is what I'm talking about, courage. It takes the Mm -hmm. courage of an individual person that understands that to speak out against it in order for these young women to stop doing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it definitely takes one person to, you know, get the ball rolling in the right direction. Right. And that's what we respect about Loranda Ellis is that we can go oh, through Lavanda Alice's whole Instagram account and we'll not find that. So that's a mm-hmm. big up, you know, for your name because in the long run, remember, all you have is your name. And if, yeah. if your name goes to the mud, you know, that's it for you. You know, people, like you said, if people are used to seeing the mud, that's what they're going to get. If they mm-hmm. used to seeing the pure so water and being able to drink the pure water, they're going to drink the pure water. So, you know, we look at specifically 
you know, everything that, about an artist. And that's why we chose for you to be on our radio station because people need to hear this stuff, you know. You're not the only person that we've interviewed that that's had a big name as well, but we believe that you could add on to the multiple names that we've already interviewed that have an impact on the music business. And we believe that you have a, a strong impact on the music business. So there was essential for us to make sure that you was on our radio station today giving us your insights on the things that should happen and things that need to be cleaned up in the music business. Um, we see that um, your team that you're working with, that's another thing we want to talk about real quick. We see mm-hmm. that the team that you're working with is strongly pushing you, and you slowly but surely are being seen all over the place. I see where... We can go to Google, and we can Google your name, and we can see that your name is all over Google, everywhere you go. We even see <laughs> television interviews from 2014. Tell us yeah. about that. Like, how did you feel about that interview? Like, when they called you into the TV station, talk to us about that a little bit. Tell us what, what that situation was and how you felt about that. Yeah, I um, was able, I got the call about being on the local uh, television show here. Um, They wanted to interview me because they had seen the video for Limitless, and at the time I was about to release a song um, titled Closer. And they were interested in wanting to talk to me because here I was, an African-American woman not doing R&B. And I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, so... You don't really hear about pop music here. So, right. I mean, going in and being able to have my videos and my music showcased and the love that I received from that, you know, it gave me more courage to continue in the direction in which I'm heading, to continue to be mm-hmm. that, that pop artist unafraid of, of any barriers. You know, just, just from that television interview, I was able to to see barriers, you know, coming down just here where I'm from you know I'm, mm-hmm. I'm from the south like they say everything hits the south last <laughs> so mm-hmm. for, for, for for people here you know who saw that interview to be you know to send out so much love it was very encouraging um, it was a, a fun mm-hmm. experience I mean it's, it's one I always remember you know it's my first television interview <laughs> right yeah. so now since that situation happened do people recognize you from that situation or like do you have people walking you mean, like, up to you saying hey I remember you from yeah well you know like I have like a couple of people that follow me on Instagram mm-hmm. you know if I'm out mm-hmm. somewhere and they're like hey yeah you that girl Lorenda oh yeah I follow you on Instagram you know keep doing your thing mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but most of the people that follow me on, on, on Instagram or that you know seeing those videos they're from they're from overseas they're you know they're oh, wow. There, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it's like um, being here. You know, we like with my team, we're working on building more of that awareness here in the United States. Right. Uh, but it's just that people from overseas have gravitated towards me a lot quicker. I mean, I, I guess it's because of you know the fact that they're just so open to new things. Right. But we're working now to build up that awareness here in the United States. Right. That's awesome. I yeah. I think that. Um, Europeans, if you know, if I'm uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, you know the demographics in the European area, 
especially from mm-hmm. overseas, they gravitate yeah. to a lot of EDM music and pop music. And that's something that they're really heavily into, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that they're, they accept it more because, you know, they're not a, they can be, but they're not people that judge you by your skin tone, skin tone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They love music. Yeah. They appreciate music. Like you'll, they'll get, you'll get more support from people overseas than you would in your own hometown, but appreciate anyone being that creative enough to say, Hey, I want to challenge it, you know, and this is what I want to give you. And I want to hear you doing it at, at your best. Then that's what gravitates them towards you. And I think that the demographics is pretty cool that, you know, you can get people from overseas to listen to you. You want to, you want to hear the most crazy thing about it is that a lot of people in yeah. the United States want people from overseas to listen to them. Right. Oh so yeah. Goes, yeah, that, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a good thing that you already have the demographics overseas. You know, you have the majority of the people listening to you and then you have, you know, another team of individuals like your mother and your, and your management team, even your dad and your brother, you know, who are all supportive and they, they want mm-hmm. something successful to happen out of it. And we definitely see that happening for you, you know, and, and, and we definitely want to salute you, you know, and big up to all of the work that you put in. We see how hard you go, you know, regarding social media and just in real life. We see a lot of your smile posts as well, you know, where <laughs> it can motivate somebody. You know, sometimes people are having a bad day. You know, they can go to your Instagram and say, hey, have a smile, you know, which is really motivational. Some people need that sometimes, you know. And that will make a person go far. So we really want to salute you for a lot of the work that you put in and just being inspirational to a lot of individuals. We wish you a lot of success in the near future. Is there anything or anybody you'd like to give a shout-out to before we go today? Before we go today? I just want to shout out, you know, to to my my family, you know, my management team. And I just want to say thank you guys for rocking with me and supporting me. And I want to shout out anyone that's listening who has a dream that you, you know, you've been sort of timid about going after. Go after it 100%. Put your heart and your soul into it. And don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. And I want to thank you guys for having me on the show today. Thank you so much. Most most definitely. And uh, for sure, Hot 106 Radio will be worldwide. It will be broadcasted via Google Play Podcast. It would be uh, broadcasted via Roku Television. It would be broadcasted via um, iTunes uh, Podcast. So it's going to be multiple streams of uh, media that this information will be supplied to, where you'll be able to get to listen to Miss Lavanda Ellis live if you've missed it today. We do appreciate you, Miss Loranda Alice. We hope you much success. We hope you have a blessed day, okay? You too. Keep doing your thing. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.